This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Co-workers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. On Sunday, New Zealand marked 100 days since it stopped the spread of COVID-19. It's the rare bright spot in a world that continues to be ravaged by the virus. New Zealand imposed a strict lockdown when it had fewer than 100 cases early in March. For the past three months, the only new cases in the country of 5 million have been a handful of returning travellers. And Brazil, which has not imposed as many restrictions, crossed a grim milestone on Sunday. 100,000 deaths in five months since the first COVID-19 case was reported. The country of 210 million people has been reporting an average of 1,000 deaths daily since late May. Educational institutions in India have been closed since the end of March due to COVID-19. The rules for reopening will be notified with the final unlock guidelines towards the end of this month. But states can take a final call on how they decide to implement this. Apart from masks, distancing and sanitizing, schools will have to focus on indoor air quality as well. In the last few weeks, there's been more evidence to back the hypothesis that COVID-19 could be airborne. Researchers at the University of Nebraska Medical Center have just published a paper in Nature. They said that they found coronavirus-filled aerosols, or tiny airborne particles of the fluid and the virus, in the air in hospital rooms of patients with COVID-19. Across India, school and college buildings are poorly ventilated, whether they're private or government institutions. So educational institutions will have to find a solution to this. It could be as simple as keeping the windows open, or slightly more complicated, adjusting air conditioning to circulate the air more frequently, or using UV light to kill the virus. At least 42 people have died in Kerala's Idiki district in a landslide triggered by heavy rains on Friday. The search for missing people continued over the weekend through Sunday. More than 30 people are still missing. A portion of a hill came down, burying a colony of tea plantation workers. This happened on the same day that an Air India Express jet, which was buffeted by a tailwind during heavy rain in the area, overshot the runway and fell down a gorge at Korikode Airport. 18 people were killed. 
An investigation is underway, but the pilot could be at fault, is what the DGCA director has said. He said that the plane landed at 3,000 feet instead of 1,000 feet on a runway which is about 9,000 feet long. The Western Ghats have been inundated by heavy rainfall for over a week, which has affected Kerala, Tamil Nadu and Karnataka. Many of the dams are at capacity and have been opened to release water. Meanwhile, Kerala recorded 1,420 new coronavirus cases and four deaths in the last 24 hours, the state's highest single-day increase. The pandemic and restricted mobility around the world will probably change the way ride-hailing companies do business in the future. Bookings for Uber's global food delivery business grew much faster than its ride-hailing segment for the first time, going by the Q2 results announced late last week. Ride booking fell 75% in the quarter ended June 2020, compared to the same period last year. In contrast, food delivery bookings rose 106%. In India, Uber sold its food delivery arm to Zomato in January. This was just before the pandemic. But the Q2 results point to the troubles that mobility services may face in the near future if they do not have a diversified business model. India's $3 billion cab market is likely to see a sharp contraction this financial year. It could take up to two years for demand to return to pre-COVID levels. COVID-19 may be spreading faster because billions of people worldwide don't have water to wash. Two in five people don't have access to soap or water in the world. Frequent and thorough hand washing is an effective means to restrict the spread of the virus, but this is a hard rule to follow for many. Three billion people worldwide don't have access to running water and soap at home. Four billion suffer from severe water scarcity for at least one month in a year. This is according to the findings of UN Water. In India, over 163 million people do not have access to a safe water supply. The lack of access to basic water and sanitation is another instance of inequality exposed by the pandemic. The world needs to spend at least 6.7 trillion on water infrastructure by 2030. This is not just for the urgent sanitation needs, but also to tackle the long-term issues from the pandemic, such as providing better irrigation to prevent a potential food crisis. This is what the UN Water Chair Gilbert Humbo has said. The mystery over the deaths of more than 200 elephants in Botswana continues as the government has ruled out pesticides, agrochemicals or viral disease as the reason. 281 elephants have died mysteriously since March 2020. The elephants appear to be dizzy, walk in circles and then drop dead suddenly. Some reports put the number of carcasses at 350. There's still no clear reason why the elephants are dying. The Botswana Environment Ministry has also ruled out two suspected mineral elements and starvation as possible causes of death. Its statement said that the results received so far do not eliminate poisoning. So environmental factors, like naturally occurring toxins, are still being investigated. Since the tusks and other parts were intact, the authorities have ruled out poaching. Botswana, with an estimated 130,000 elephants, is dependent on these animals for tourism, which accounts for one-fifth of the economy. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at ShaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.
I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.